Today's show is brought to you by Process Freak. Process Freak is a new software program that's available for agencies um, that will help you as an agency owner take your business to the next level. And what do I mean by that? Well, we're all wanting to run our businesses in such a way where we have good, consistent, clean processes across the board from everything for how to market to a potential auto insurance customer to how to run an appointment to how we need to open the office each morning. We, we have processes for everything. And if you're anything like how I've been, I have processes that are all over the place in different Word documents and uh, different PDFs. They're kind of scattered all over the place. What Process Freak does, it's a software program that's intuitive that comes out of the box with over 200 processes that are specific to your company um, with using your company's uh, uh, processes. And so it's a great product that you can uh, help ensure that you'll have consistency across the board with all of your team members um, doing things exactly the way that you want them to be done. Essentially, what Process Freak does is it helps you um, you know, let go of some of the day-to-day -day tasks within your agency so you can take that step into being that CEO, being that person that is running the business, that's kind of keeping your eye on the on the big picture of things. And so um, I highly encourage you to check out our friends at Process Freak. You can do so by going to processfreak.com and freak is spelled with two E's, F-R-E-E-K. So processfreak.com. You can sign up there. Um, there's a 15-day free trial where you can check it out and see if it's right for you. They have an awesome team, and I, I think you'll really enjoy uh, working with them. And so if you want to take your agency to the next level and you want to kind of become that CEO, become that entrepreneur, become that agency owner that you want to be, um, I highly encourage you to check out our friends at Process Freak. Again, it's processfreak.com, and Freak is spelled F-R-E-E-K. Um, check them out. That You can sign up directly on the website. They have a, a great uh, two-week trial. Um, check it out, and yeah. Tell them that the Daily Win podcast sent you. Welcome to the Daily Win, a Today App Network podcast. My name is Shay Antunes, and I am excited to be coming to you all today here in late December. Um, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, we always appreciate everyone for listening. Um, today, uh, we have part one of our conversation with Wendy Smith. Wendy is the co-founder of Future Legacy Partners. Future Legacy is a coaching firm that works with um, agents and their team members and not just developing them themselves professionally, but developing the whole person, um, really kind of digging deep, looking for that why, for why we're in business, looking for, um, you know, defining success, really just, they, they really take a holistic view in working with agents and their teams. And so um, I, I met Wendy, oh gosh, back in October um, at a conference and she was awesome. She and her uh, co-founder, Krista, um, they presented, they're really great. Um, and so we have uh a two-part conversation with Wendy, and then here in about a month or so, we actually have a two-part conversation with Krista as well that we'll be releasing. Um, so I think you all will really enjoy this conversation with Wendy. Um, Wendy brings decades of experience in the insurance and financial services space, um, mostly on the corporate side, um, but she just does some awesome work, and I think anyone uh, would benefit from uh, working with Wendy. Um, so with that, here's part one of our conversation with uh, co-founder of Future Legacy Partners, Wendy Smith. Smith. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Daily Win, a Today app podcast. My name is Shay Antunes. Joining me today is Wendy Smith. Wendy is a co-founder of Future Legacy Partners. Wendy, how are you today? Great, Shay. How are you? I am doing very, very well. Wendy is an awesome coach and just influencer of people. I had the pleasure of hearing her and her partner, Krista, speak at a conference in Nashville about about six weeks ago. And man, I walked away from that inspired and I'm like, I have to get these folks on the show. And so I feel like Wendy can bring, will bring a ton of value to everyone that's listening today. So Wendy, if you could just dive a little bit into your background, how did you get started in, in the insurance business? How did you get from where you were to where you are today? Great, Shay. And this is a cool story. So I love how everything just kind of works out the way it's supposed to in the end. And so just to keep bring you up to speed, I've been coaching agents and team members for the last 20 years, basically. But before that, as I was working my way through college, I I worked about 60 hours a week and I worked for a bank broker dealer. And while I worked at the bank, I achieved all of my securities licenses. So series six, seven, 24, 53, I was a double principal and really enjoyed that world. I worked all in the brokerage side, but also worked on the customer facing side. And I was doing that work when I was recruited. When I met with the leaders at that company, I remember having lunch with them and thinking, wow, they're working with the people I want to work with. They're, they're after my own heart. They were working with individuals, middle America, helping them plan for their financial future, right? Protecting what they have and planning for their financial future. And I just loved that work. And so I made the jump from the banking and brokerage world to the insurance world and had a phenomenal time doing that and was training agents and team members on how to sell the financial services products, how to position those, how to overcome clients' objections and all of those things and was asked to lead a team of trainers across the Southeast United States and just led a team of phenomenal financial services folks, just loved it. And as a part of that, I got to go through a program as a leadership participant. And this was a coaching program, Shay. It was different from anything I'd ever been to before. Fell in love with it. It's one of five things that saved my life. And um, I made the jump from the financial services side of the business to coaching. And so I started coaching agents and team members full-time and did that for the remainder of my career in corporate America before launching Future Legacy Partners about four years ago. Awesome. It sounds to me that your passion is people more than anything else. Absolutely. Yes. Love people and just want to help them succeed in everything, but also enjoy what they're doing. Life is so short. And I realized that lesson kind of the hard way. The first decade of my career, I was all about the gains, right? So climbing the ladder, gaining the income, all of that, and kind of was an extreme leader, very task-oriented. And then going through that coaching program that I mentioned, and then also going through a very challenging personal experience after the birth of my first child, I really recognized what was truly important and developed, I I tell people I grew a heart (laughs) through that process. And so really got back to, it's about the people, it's not about the tasks, you know? And so just helping people really enjoy what they do, but also overcoming the challenges that come our way. I've had a lot of experiences over the years, coaching agents and team members, and you would be surprised at how many of them 
would reach out to you on the side and say, I'm really struggling. Can you help me with this? Or just being able to offer an encouraging word to someone to keep fighting, to keep walking until they walk out of that difficult situation. And so because I've been there, I think I have a heart for that too. Yeah. Being in the insurance business, we are constantly working with people. A lot of times that their biggest tragedies in their life or biggest inconveniences at the very least. And so that can really be taxing whether you realize it or not. And so having someone like you that does care about people and care about the whole person, the development of the person, that's huge. You mentioned about four years ago, you started Future Legacy. So what was that aha moment where you realized that there was a need for Future Legacy in the marketplace? All right. So Shay, my answer to this is going to be two-sided. Okay. And so the first side is obviously the need of the agents and team members. And so coaching so many of them, because I've literally coached thousands of agents and thousands of team members over the years and trained them in different ways. And when you have that much exposure, you know, that ability to observe them at great length, you know, I would walk alongside them for six months of their life. It's not like I swooped in, was there for a day and was gone. And so you, you start recognizing patterns and trends and gaps and opportunities. And so recognizing what agents, particularly agents and team members needed, but weren't receiving. So there wasn't anyone in the marketplace providing to the agents and team members what we now provide. And we chose to provide it because we saw that gap and we saw that it was needed so desperately by them. And so that was part of it. That's the one side to the answer. And the other side of the answer was personally, for me, I loved the work that I was doing. I loved it. I would have done it for free. I loved it so much, you know, but we were traveling. I was traveling 25 weeks a year all over the country. And I had two little ones at home. My husband owns businesses and he's an entrepreneur um, for the last 30 years. And so it was identifying, wow, do I really want to be away from home in the evenings, particularly when my children are going through their teenage years, the teenagers can be very um, challenging, you know, and so I just wanted to be home at night. And so that's the other side of that coin was how could I create a way for me to continue doing what I love and what I feel like I've been called to do, but also be at home in the evenings with my children to help guide them and coach them through their life. I felt like I was always giving of myself to others, but I wasn't taking care of the home front and my local community here. That's so that's so easy to get caught in that, right? Like it's uh, so easy to give to others and not take care of yourself. So really find kind of striking that balance. And we'll talk about that actually a little bit here in just a few moments, but um, that your aha moment was that there was a big gap. There was something missing in the marketplace for agents. I can probably guess your answer to this question, but I'll ask anyway. Wendy, what is your why for being in business? It's really big, but it's also really small. And when I say that, it's really just leaving people better than I find them, right? And that's modeling what was done for me growing up in the environment that I grew up in, having just one human that chose to leave me better than they found me, right? And so I continue to pay that forward. Every person that we coach, I decide to fall in love with them before I ever meet them. And that's a platonic love, of course, 
but I'm choosing to love that human because they exist at the same time in history that I exist. And that's good enough for me. Right. And so anything that I could do to leave them better than I find them is me paying it forward in a powerful way. And again, it's something that's really big, but really small. And that guides all of my actions, whether I'm coaching business owners or team members, or I'm coaching teenagers in high schools through the school program we do through future legacy leaders, or whether it's giving back through my church or even just helping a friend. That's, that's what drives me in everything business and outside of business. In the current climate that we live in, it's hard to like people, let alone love them. How do you make that conscious choice to love that person before you even meet them? So I have to thank Ogmandino, the author for this, because one of my favorite books is The Greatest Salesman in the World. And it's a great book, even if you're not in a sales role. And so I told you earlier in my first decade of my career, I was very task oriented, you know, very driven. And a lot of times I would put task before people. And so when I experienced what I experienced and I read his book in there, he talks about when you meet someone or you encounter someone, you say silently to that person, I love you. And it's making a conscious choice and they don't have to earn your respect or your love um, or your care. They, They automatically get it because they exist. And I started practicing that as I traveled, whether I was sitting next to someone on an airplane or in the um, elevator at the hotel, whoever came across my path, I just started practicing and saying to that person silently, I love you. And it completely transforms the way that you engage with other humans. You know, most of us, we step on the elevator and we try to ignore everybody, (laughs) right? Like, or we get on an airplane and it's like, okay, if you don't talk to me, I won't talk to you. It's kind of like this unsaid pact that you have with your, your seatmate there on the airplane. But when you say that to that person silent to yourself, I love you, it completely changes the dynamic. It'll change your facial expressions. It changes your heart. You may have been very distracted by what's going on in your mind and the things you have to do that day. And yet when you pause to say, I love you, then all of a sudden you start seeing that and really seeing that person and wondering about them and being genuinely curious, you know, how's your day going? I hope you have a great afternoon and just sprinkling a little bit of happiness and joy and love in the world. And I know that sounds so frou-frou and I am very business oriented, I promise, (laughs) but that was such a great lesson and it's totally transformed the latter part of my career and it shaped everything that I've done since then. You know, as I've evolved in my own career and my own maturity and develop and working with other people, you never really know what that person is going through in, in that moment, in that day. I've, I've been incredibly blessed by folks that just met me for the very first time. I was having a bad day and they brought some light into my day. That's huge. I admire that a lot. Would you mind uh, sharing how you and Krista came up with the name Future Legacy for the business? Sure. This is a cool story too. So I mentioned that I do work with teenagers in the school systems. And so back around 2014, I was coaching teenagers that go to high school at night. And you can imagine why teenagers are going to high school at night. They were either the only person in their family that was working a job, or they had had a child, or they had left school and now had come back to finish their diploma, all kinds of reasons. Some of them were taking care of a sick relative And so they took care of the relative during the day and went to school at night, all kinds of reasons. And I was asked to come in and coach these teenagers. And I'd never done that before, never coached teenagers before. And as I went in, 
I was talking with them and just realizing all these kids come from a similar background from me. Some of them come from very challenging circumstances. They've been neglected. They may have been abused. They may have just been told a lot of false things about who they are, who they could be, or who they could become. And so I had to find a way to help these teenagers acknowledge their story up until that point. And so what I would do is I'd have them tell me what their inherited legacy is. Your inherited legacy is what you're born into, blessed with or burdened with. You didn't ask for it. You didn't earn it. You don't deserve it. Whether you're gifted and blessed with a very wonderful upbringing and family and demographics to grow up in, or if you were landed into a very challenging environment. And so having these teenagers identify their inherited legacy, their story, what does that look like? You know, for me, and I share my story with them, my inherited legacy, I was born to very, very young parents, both chemically dependent to alcohol and drugs, grew up in an abusive home, right? That's part of my inherited legacy. But also my inherited legacy was having a person who stepped in to be a mother to me, to love me unconditionally with no responsibility to do so. She just chose to do it. And having grandparents that took me to church and teachers that believed in me and early managers that gave me a chance. And so that's my inherited legacy. So having those teenagers identify what is their story, and there's no shame in that story. What we can do is we can take that story and identify how did we use that to make ourselves stronger, wiser, more resilient? How do I use my inherited legacy to fuel me moving forward to make me better? And so after having the teenagers do that, then I flip it on them and say, okay, that you had no control over, but what you do have control over is your future legacy. What do you want to create and build from this day forward? And I would have them picture and meditate on and share what they wanted their future legacy to encompass. And I can tell you when I was 17, 18 years old, my future legacy, what I wanted is I wanted to finish college. I wanted to get a college degree. Nobody in my family had done that. I wanted to be in leadership by a certain point in my career. I wanted to be making a certain amount of money by a certain time. And I wanted to be a good mom. You know, that was part of the future legacy I wanted to, to build for myself. And these teenagers, they have things they want to build for themselves too. And so that's where the name Future Legacy came from. And that started Future Legacy Leaders. And that's the company we use to coach through the school systems, coaching high schoolers and early college students. And then when Krista and I made the leap from corporate America to opening our own company, we decided to adopt that name as well because it represented what agents and team members are doing every day. They're building their own future legacy, but they're also helping every one of their customers create and build and protect their future legacy. And so it just, you know, it was just meant to be. I love that. Just a, a note that I jotted down while you were telling that story was in, in the discussion about the inherited legacy. We don't have any control over that, but we can control how we you know, move forward in this moment. And just uh, this phrase popped into my mind while you were speaking about uh, kind of centered around repositioning shame. Shame robs you of joy, robs you of really everything and can fester into some pretty gnarly things. And I love that not running away from your past, but embracing it and then repositioning that to fuel you to move forward. That's, that's incredible stuff, Wendy. I love that. Thank you. We really include a lot of that thinking and theory and methodology into our team series that we coach agents and team members through. 
we spend a lot of time coaching the team members as humans first, right? Helping them understand how they're wired, why they think and respond the way they do. And a lot of times it's something they've inherited, right? From the influencers in their lives. Sometimes it's thoughts, beliefs about who they see themselves as. And so we kind of counter, we give them tools to counter that thinking so that they can see what they truly do bring to the table, all the positive, wonderful, powerful things about them and how they can use that to positively impact other people's lives. That's the first portion of the team series that we take um, people through because there's a lot of adults that have never been given the opportunity to really take a look and see, wow, that's my story. Now, what do I want to build from this point forward? Love that. There are approximately 423,000 insurance agents, uh, agency owners in the United States across various companies and brokerages. And so you, you all work with a lot of agents. Of that 423,000 number, who is your ideal client? <laughs> oh my gosh, what a loaded question, Shay. <laughs> okay. So ideal client. Well, I could give you a very academic answer, but I'll just tell you what most of our clients say, everybody. We evaluate our participants, agents and team members halfway through the things that we coach them on, a team series and other programs. And then we have them fill out an evaluation at the end because we wanna measure what we're doing. Is it working? Is it making an impact? We don't wanna waste anyone's time. We want it to be valuable. And from what we hear from all of our past graduates that have gone through our programs, they all will say, if you ask them who needs this program, who needs this coaching, they always say everybody, no matter if it's an agent and one or two team members or an agent with 20 team members, we, we coach them all. We're currently coaching agencies from, from that, those sizes and they all benefit in the same ways, but also in different ways from what we're doing. So really it goes beyond that. We had an agent share with us yesterday that asked us if we were doing anything outside of insurance agencies, because the work that we're doing applies to any work team, particularly if they work in sales or in selling a product or a service. And so that's just reassuring to me, it's infinite opportunity. And if you said they're what, 420 something thousand. So I'm going to be busy for a long time. I, not, I might not ever retire, Shay. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's job security. There, there, there's going to be a market always. I, know, I see a lot of common characteristics amongst entrepreneurially minded folks. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're a salesperson, you have to sell your business. Even if you're not a salesperson, you are selling. And really being an insurance agent or really an entrepreneur of any kind can be an all-encompassing role. It's something that if we're not careful, it can become our identity. How can we strike that balance between being effective business owners, being effective leaders, but then also being healthy, balanced, functional humans? Okay, I'm gonna answer this one and I may just wanna circle back around to it and tackle it from a different angle too, if that's okay. So the first thing I will say is team. It all comes back to team. As an agent, if you don't have the right team in place, you will never be able to achieve balance when it comes to your time and your capacity. That's just the, the hard truth of the matter. It comes back to team. And, you know, we find ourselves in a very interesting environment right now when we think about the hiring environment that agents are in and all businesses for that matter. And there are so many unfilled job postings right now. The opportunities for someone looking for a job are infinite. 
And so as an agent, if they want to find that balance and, you know, have some sibling of a healthy lifestyle for themselves, they need to take care of the current team they have, and they need to constantly re be recruiting for additional really great team members moving forward. Because what we know, not only has the job market shifted in recent history because of everything going on in the world, we also know that employees' mindset and what they want has shifted as well. Employees want purposeful, fulfilling, and important work to do. They want to be valued and feel valued by their employer. And they want to be able to earn a good and fair income. Now, the benefits to the insurance world is that your income is not limited. You know, you can create whatever income you want by just the sheer number of sales that you want to make and how hard you want to work at that. But now more than ever, agents and other employers need to show their value, that they value their employee and they, didn't, they need to invest in their teams and develop their team members' skill sets so that their team members can be successful in the role that they're in and so that they can earn a good income. And agents have to be involved in that, in providing that or outsourcing it and bringing in people to provide that development, development for their team members. You know, and it's important for the leaders to help their team members commit to the vision and the purpose of the work that they do, you know? And so what can agents do when it comes to this? How do you show value? Well, first and foremost, and again, Shay, I'm not going to tell you anything or your listeners anything today they don't already know. It's just a good reminder is that you need to commit to regular and timely communication through team meetings, one-on-ones, and just sidebar conversations with your team members on a regular basis. Communication is the lifeblood of keeping a team member connected to you as the leader and connected to the team. And without it, the tether that holds them to you, it, it will become weakened. The second thing that a leader can do is praise their team members for their efforts and their contributions. Catch that team member in the act of doing something really well and acknowledge the behavior that that team member was exhibiting that led to that result, whether you overhear them having a really great conversation, overcoming an objective in a powerful way, or really just listening and showing care for the customer. Whatever it is, catch them doing something really well. Maybe they just helped out a teammate and you just want to acknowledge that. That's really cool. Another thing that agents can do is after becoming a student of your team members, you see all the things they're doing well, you also will start to identify what do they need for development and creating a individual development plan for each team member. One team member may need sales training. Another team member may need professional development. Another team member may need, may could benefit from working with a private coach, either a business coach or a life coach. I can't tell you how many agents I know who've hired us or other coaches to coach their team members. And I've spoken to their team members and their team members love that their agent invested in them in that way. They benefit from it so greatly and their loyalty to the agent grows so strong. So that's just a few things that if you aren't doing that as a leader, you need to start doing immediately. That, that, that. All right, that was part one of our conversation with Wendy Smith. Wendy is awesome and um, 
I hope you all were able to tell just from that, that brief conversation, just the heart that she has for her for her clients. Um, she's great, and I really enjoyed our conversation. And I think you all will enjoy part two of our conversation, which will be coming out here in about two weeks or so. So check out your uh, your feed. Um, if you have, if you like our podcast, please consider subscribing. You can uh, subscribe to our show on all of the major podcast platforms, whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify, um, and all of the other major platforms. And if you really like our show, please consider leaving us a five-star review if you're an Apple uh, podcast user, especially. Um, that helps us, helps us kind of move up in the downloads and uh, really you know, helps our, our business over here on the podcast side. So... Again, we'll be back in about two weeks with uh, with our uh, second part of our conversation with Wendy, and I hope you all each have a fantastic and winning day.